This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, thanks for tuning into another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. And the irony is, This episode that you're going to dive into is an encore presentation of episode number 38, which is what are you committed to? And it's so fascinating because I recorded this uh, probably almost a year ago, maybe a little bit over a year ago when I was just kind of starting my journey back towards getting on stage and I dive into commitment and discipline and all these different pieces that I was exploring within my own business that was going to allow me to grow into the CEO I am today and the success that I have created for myself. And I wanted to come back in and share it again, because it's so relevant. Uh, One, because, you know, I have been mentoring under Jim now for Oh my goodness, uh, two, I'm going to say two and a half years, close to two and a half years. I have been one of, and still am one of his senior coaches inside his transformational coaching program. And I can't even begin to tell you the fulfillment and joy that I get out of supporting the students that we have come into that program really transform their lives. It is an honor and a privilege to do the work that I do alongside of Jim and the other phenomenal team of coaches. I just you know, some days I have to pinch myself that this this is my life and, and this is how I get to show up in the world and, and have an impact. So I'm sharing this episode again because Jim is about to relaunch his Be, Do, Have training series and it's totally free. So if you are interested in learning more about Jim's work and what I do outside of my own business and where a lot of my personal growth has come from, you want to make sure that you check this out. So before you do anything else, hit pause and head over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash be do have 2020 and get your name on the waitlist so that when that uh, training opens up that you can be on it. It's a live training that he does. He is a phenomenal human being. And I know you are going to learn so much about yourself just from being on that training. So, you know, whether you're looking to create more success in your life, more fulfillment, bring more money into your life, have greater health and wellness, have better relationships, this training will change your life. It has changed mine. It has changed my family's. My husband has even gone through the 
through the program. So make sure you head over, get yourself signed up, lisacarpenter.ca forward slash be do have 2020. It's totally free. You can thank me later. And now without further ado, a joy, enjoy, what word just came out of my mouth? Enjoy this encore episode number 38. What are you committed to? Well, good morning, listener, and thank you for tuning in again to another episode of the Full Frontal Living podcast. And, you know, I'm going to be fully transparent that I've got some notes written down for what I want to dive into today, but I'm not sure where this conversation is going to to take me, which is pretty standard for how these podcast episodes go. You know, I have, like I said, I have an idea of of a theme and something that I want to share with you, and you know, I go where I go. I go where I go with it. So, if you've been tuning into the podcast for a while, you know that I'm currently getting ready for a photo shoot and to return to the stage in 2020 as a figure competitor. So for those of you who aren't familiar with that, that is, it's like a bodybuilding show, but you wear high heels and a sparkly bathing suit. Now it's been over 12 years since I last competed. My last uh, competition was at the fitness universe in Miami where I placed in the top 10. And then after that, the kind of fire went out for it and my life took a turn. I started looking at, at different things that I wanted to accomplish in my business and with my personal life. And I've been really candid about sharing that competition in the past was a really great distraction for me. It was at a time when my children were young and it allowed me to throw myself into something so I could avoid being with the things I didn't want to be with, right? My insecurities around being a mom. I was, you know, caught in so many different behaviors that weren't serving me, but I didn't know. You know, training, working out had become my identity. It was the place I felt the most powerful and comfortable. And I didn't realize there was more driving my behavior than just wanting to achieve what I was achieving on stage. So it's taken me a long time to circle back around and say, okay, I want to I want to do this again because I'll be turning 47 at the end of October and my business is in an amazing place, it's thriving, and I wanted to reclaim kind of my athletic roots and give myself a challenge. And the truth is, I wanted to get uncomfortable again. I wanted to get uncomfortable again because We grow when we're uncomfortable, but I wanted to bring an entirely different energy to the doing. So in the past, my training, I was so disciplined. I was so committed, uh, but because it was coming from a flawed set of beliefs, I was striving to prove myself and to feel good enough. That actual training eventually uh, paired with a whole bunch of other things in my life because I was a human doing, not a human being, eventually led to burnout, adrenal fatigue. And I had to really take a step back and look at how, how much commitment and discipline and pushing and doing had really been part of what led to that place. Now, 
So fast forward, I've had to redefine now what commitment and what discipline means to me. And, you know, with the help of one of my coaches and mentors, Jim Fortin, we switch discipline to devotion, right? What happens if you're really devoted to something, Lisa? How can you change something? And I'm no longer in a place in my life where I'm hustling to find my worthiness. Although I always have to be mindful of those feelings of I'm not good enough and how they can sabotage my efforts. So, you know, as Jim says, we are only as good as we are only as good as the being doing the doing. So for many of you listening who have struggled around your relationship with your body and your health, this is why it doesn't matter how much you do, you can achieve results, but you'll have a hard time maintaining those results because you actually haven't changed at an identity level. Now, when it comes to my relationship with food and my body and working out, even when I stopped competing, I never gave up the identity of being an athlete, of being fit and being healthy. So transitioning back into getting onto the stage and being more disciplined again hasn't been a hard transition for me. I never really, you know, deviate too far. You know, I had a wise coach once said to me, you know, Lisa, if you ever want to consider getting back on stage again, don't let yourself get more than, you know, five or 10 pounds outside of your stage weight. And that advice served me, served me well. I've always taken really good care of myself. So although I started out fit and healthy going into this process, my body has undergone a radical transformation again. And the truth is, the emotional transformation that I'm going through in this process is really profound. Um, I had to look at, you know, it, it made me step back and question, you know, how is it that I'm willing to do the things that I need to do in order to get on stage? But where was I not willing to do it in other areas of my life, right? So all of us typically have a struggle somewhere. Maybe you're a rock star in business, but you're not bringing those same characteristics into your health. Maybe it's the other way around. But we always have to look at if we don't have what we want in our life, what, it, what are the stories driving us underneath that? And if we're coming at the things we want, the achievements that we want from a place of we're not feeling good enough right now and we're not feeling worthy or we're not loving ourselves, you're not going to love yourself when you get there. You're not going to feel good enough when you get there. So there really is, you know, any transformation really requires doing the inside work and redefining who you need to become, right? That person who's already achieved her vision, how does she operate? What kind of choices does she make. So, you know, Lisa of the past was controlling everything. I had no idea how to tune into what I was feeling. I just put my head down and pushed through and drove through. Uh, I literally lived from the neck up. I couldn't tell you how I was feeling. I wouldn't let people even hug me. I'm like, I'm not a hugger. And I think I've said in past episodes that, you know, now anybody who meets me gets a hug. I just pushed to push. 
I didn't understand that I was operating from a place of not feeling good enough and really looking for my worthiness through my accomplishments. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you may be realizing the same about yourself. You know, just another certificate, just another, you know, just some more money or, you know, lose another 10 pounds and then you'll feel good enough. It's it's the when then. It's you have to start to feel good enough and worthy, worthy enough right now. You have to look at your relationship with your body as it is now because if you don't love yourself now, you're not going to love yourself when you lose weight or you get leaner or you go on stage or whatever your thing is. So in order to live and lead an extraordinary life, it's require the requirement is to really explore who you're being and who you're willing to become. So I want to be clear that what I'm doing in terms of getting up on stage is not necessary if you want to change your body. Okay. I like to look at it as, you know, an Olympic, you know, if you want to be a fit and healthy, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to go out and train like an Olympic athlete. If you want to lose weight and reshape your body, it doesn't mean that you need to train like a fitness competitor or go so kind of hardcore because this is this is all in. This requires a tremendous amount of commitment to what I'm eating, to how I'm training. It is very much a mental game. So it's not for everybody. Just like entrepreneurship is not for everybody, right? Some people are very happy to just go to their jobs and live their lives. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to be an entrepreneur, it's going to require a lot of emotional resiliency. It's going to require that you do a lot of soul searching because, you know, it's easy to go out there and talk about what it is we do and how we can help people. But there's so many elements about what it takes to grow into a CEO. So I just want to be really clear when I'm supporting women around you know, transforming their relationship with their body, it's really not about counting macros. And if you're not familiar with what macros are, it's proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. It's really helping them unpack the stories that they have about their bodies. It's about helping them understand how much their emotions are driving the choices that they're making. And often those choices don't support the outcome that they want. So, What I want to say is this process of getting back up on stage for me, this is the hardest thing I've done in a really long time. And I do a lot of hard things, but this is a really, this has been a really hard thing. And I'm reminding myself every day that this is a choice and that I can do hard things with ease. You can do hard things with ease. This isn't about pushing. This isn't about trying harder. This isn't about working more. It's about following my coach's instructions, staying out of my head, paying attention to how I'm feeling, and not falling, or how do I want to put this? It's like paying attention to how I'm feeling, and sometimes I have to disregard how I'm feeling. So let me explain. Because I am very much about you learning how to feel your feelings, but I don't want you to get caught in your feelings. 
So what this means is I am paying attention to the discomfort that I'm feeling. And I also know the discomfort is not going to kill me. All right. So even for you, if you're doing something hard and you know you want this outcome and you have to be the person that achieves that outcome, it's going to require being that person who achieves that outcome is going to require that you do things you've never done before, right? Because the person who's already achieved that, if they're working from that headspace, they're going to get it done. So for example, you know, I have different things that I have to complete in the gym and it's such a mental game because you know what? I want to get off the treadmill. I don't love doing cardio. I've got better ways to spend my time. However, the person who walks on the stage, who's there to show up and to take first place, right? Because if I'm going to compete, I'm going to go out to do my best. I'm not competing against anybody else. I'm competing with myself. I want to know that I've stayed in integrity with what I said I would do and I'm going to do the hard thing. So when my brain is saying to me, Lisa, it doesn't matter. Just get off. Just cut this short. This doesn't feel good. I'm like, you know what? Just five more minutes, just 10 more minutes. It is such a mental game. So the discomfort is telling me to stop, right? So I'm paying attention. I'm fully aware of the discomfort, but I'm also dismissing it and saying, not today. Because the outcome, that person that I'm becoming along the way is going to stay committed and disciplined about this. Now, I am also paying attention to what my body is telling me. If my body is super, super tired and I go into the gym, I am not going to use that particular training session to load up more weight and just push through. Sometimes I need to back it off a little bit. Because that is what my body needs. There's a very big difference between discomfort and pain. And I'm not here to get injured, right? So I'm not here to just push for the sake of pushing. So it's this constant being aware of what I'm feeling, knowing which emotions I need to dismiss, and which feelings I need to tune into and really listen and pay attention to. Okay. This is a sprint for me. So I have a photo shoot at the end of the month. This is a sprint. This is not forever. This is to reach that, that hard deadline I've given myself that I've set with my coach. And right now I'm in it and I got to just get the things done. But here's the, the thing about training, about business, about life. Your life is not a sprint. Your life is a marathon with a series of sprints tossed in intermittently. This is a sprint, which means it needs to have an end. So will my training end after my photo shoot? No. Will my business end after I finish a big launch? No. It's sinking back into the everyday, what do I need to do? Who do I need to be? Let's start with the who do I need to be to keep going. When you learn to operate as life and business and your goals being a marathon with intermittent spritz, that means that you stop and rest. 
So when my photo shoot is done, right, some things will get dialed back, the food will get dialed up, and I will go into a period of rest, recovery, and growth. So when you see these incredibly fit women, they don't stay ultra lean year round. It's not healthy. It's not good for us. It's a sprint to get to that place, to achieve that thing. And then you rest and recover and you go back into grow. It's about learning to love the process. It's like growing a business. There's periods where I'm just putting out content and I'm talking to you and I'm just, I'm focused on really loving all, all the processes of my business and what it means to grow a business. And then there's periods where I'm launching a product or right now, you know, we're talking a lot about Jim Fortin's transformational coaching program that's going to be opening up. So there's a lot more on my plate as I get that information out to you. But it's a sprint because once the program starts, I won't be talking about it for a while. Well, maybe I'll be talking about it, but I won't be promoting it. Okay, there's a big difference. We don't run product launch after product launch after product launch. That would be exhausting. Okay, so what I've learned from all of this is I can do really hard things. And I am willing to be with the discomfort that comes with achieving extraordinary results and extraordinary changes. So whether you're wanting to, you know, lose weight, change your relationship uh, with yourself or with somebody else, change your behaviors. It's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel good. The first time you say no, if you're a yes woman, it's not going to feel good. The first time you have to stand up for yourself and really hold your ground and speak from the heart about how you're feeling, it's not going to feel good. If you're trying to create better health for yourself, which means you got to stop eating the cookies in the evening and you have to, you know, start eating more proteins and vegetables and, you know, putting healthy, nourishing food in your body when you're used to eating junk food whenever you want, it's not going to feel good. Habitually, we are hardwired for comfort. We do not like discomfort. But as I said earlier in this episode, the more you are willing to embrace discomfort, so I'm not talking about stuffing down feelings. I'm saying being incredibly present to the parts of you that are falling away, that are no longer serving you. That's when you're really going to achieve extraordinary results. And that's what I support my clients in doing, being in the discomfort, working through the discomfort to create a new normal. That's what TCP is all about. Jim Fortin's transformational coaching program is really focusing and looking at who you are being. Are you being responsible? Are you being committed? Are you being disciplined? What ways of being do you need to embrace in order to achieve the things you want to achieve? Because if you keep running the same patterns over and over and over again, you're not going to get there. And even if you do get there, Right? So I've met lots of women who have radically transformed their bodies, but because they haven't changed their identity at a core level, because they actually haven't looked at how they really think and feel about themselves, when they get there, they can't maintain the commitment to stay a fit, healthy person. 
right? Or they make a lot of money in their business and then all of a sudden the money disappears because they haven't become the person who knows how to be a good steward of their money. Or they get rid of the uh, unhealthy relationship only to find themselves back in an unhealthy relationship. It just looks differently. The inside out work will change your life. You have to learn how to be emotionally resilient. Things aren't going to feel good all the time. So what are you committed to and who do you need to become in order to achieve the things that you keep telling yourself you want, right? Maybe it is to lose that 20 pounds. Maybe it is to find that love of your life. Maybe it is to grow a business, I don't know. Maybe it's just to be a better mom and stop yelling at your kids so much. Maybe it's learning how to let go of control and trust. Maybe it's about letting go of looking for permission from other people or seeking other people's approval or validation that you're an awesome person. All of this. All of this hangs in the balance of who you're willing to become. So I want you to think about that question. And I would love for you to head over to Instagram and let me know how you answered it so that I can support you. And that might be inside Jim's transformational coaching program. He's just opened up the waitlist today and you can hop on the waitlist. It's at lisacarpenter.ca forward slash TCP waitlist. Pretty basic. He also has his three-part training all up. The last of the three-part series dropped today. And you can find that on the all-access page that the team put together at lisacarpenter.ca forward slash be, do, have training. And I will put both of those links in the show notes. So why did I choose to go back up on stage? Right? Who is this person that I want to become? I'm going to share that with you. And it feels a little bit vulnerable. So I've never not liked my body. I guess that, I don't know if I phrased that right, but I've always, you know, I've always felt relatively comfortable in my body, up, down, sideways. Um, I love how my body looks and feels when I'm training regularly. But I've always had this belief that if I go back up on stage, that nobody's going to take me seriously, right? Because how can I be a master transformational coach and at the same time walk up on stage, you know, in my alter ego, being all that, how will anybody take me seriously? The other thing that I'm really wanting to lean into is my sexuality, right? What does it feel like for a woman to walk out on stage and really own her body or own her body anywhere? So, you know, I typically, even though I'm in great shape, I typically keep myself covered up. I don't really, you know, I don't really share pictures of my body And I want to really own 
my sexuality and my physique in a different way, in a way that I never have before, right? I want to be smart and I want to be sexy. And what does that look like for me? What does it look like to stand out and give myself permission to stand out? Because that has been very uncomfortable for me. I've been very honest about the fact that I love to hide in plain sight. And there's this belief that if you have an amazingly, you know, great body that you would be out there flaunting it around. Well, that's just not the truth. And what it really comes down to is this is an, an area that I still am working through judgment. And I want you to understand this. If you're overweight, people are going to judge you. If you're fit and healthy, people are going to judge you. There's no win here. There is no win. It's like the battle of the stay-at-home moms versus the working moms. There's no win. Ladies, we must step into allowing ourselves to want what we want and own who we are. Own every bit of our physical body. It's sovereign territory. And the only judgment that I need to be concerned with is the judgment that I'm holding over myself. I am not responsible for how somebody else feels because of how I might look. And because of the work I've done with women for so many years, and because I can hear the head trash that so many women are carrying around, I've always been mindful of that, right? That part of me that doesn't want to make somebody feel bad. But in the process of doing that, it means that I'm not shining in the way that I want to shine. I'm not allowing myself to really celebrate and embrace my work and just own my body unapologetically. So that is part of why I've decided to go back up on stage. I've hired a posing coach because I have to learn to pose like a model. And I get in front of a camera and I just feel like a big dork. I was followed around recently in the gym by a friend of mine who shot a fitness video. Like just, he just shot me working out and then he put together video clips and even that incredibly uncomfortable for me, incredibly uncomfortable looking at the finished product. Why? Because there was my judgment coming up and what will people think? Will people take me seriously if suddenly, you know, there's a shot of my butt on the video or I'm all, you know, boobalicious in my workout top. And at the end of the day, it still comes back to, am I willing to put myself out there and not worry about how other people judge me? Because I just want to have some fun. I want to enjoy myself and I want to celebrate all aspects of me. And it is not lost on me that I am also here to show people what is possible at any age. Women, please stop writing yourself off when you hit 40. There's nothing true about that. It's just a story. You can create amazing health for yourself. You can have an amazing body. You can feel amazing about yourself at any age. So don't limit yourself based on stories that have been passed down from generation to generation of women and ladies. We must stop pointing fingers and judging each other. That doesn't help us rise. And you know my perspective on women. The more we step into our power, 
the more we're going to be able to change the world. But as long as we're caught in our emotions and our head trash, and we're not really showing up for each other, and we're judging ourselves, we're not going to make that change we want to have in the world. So there you have it. There's my ramblings for this Monday. Hopefully they are of service to you. I want to remind you that you can do hard things, that discomfort won't kill you. And if you want to achieve extraordinary things in your life, whether it's wealth, health, relationships, doesn't matter. You're going to have to become that person who has those things, which means you're going to have to do the things, right? You're going to have to be that person who's willing to do those things to have what she wants. And I'm here to tell you it's 100% possible. So if you haven't already, make sure you jump on the TCP waitlist, lisacarpenter.ca forward slash TCP waitlist and learn more about Jim Fortin's transformational coaching program. I'm going to be in this round again as one of Jim's senior coaches. I'm going to be supporting everybody, especially around their relationships with their health and their body. So if that's you and you've been looking for a way to work with me and you're not ready to invest in one-to-one coaching, this is an amazing place for you to start. And I would love to support you. So remember, head over to Instagram and let me know who, what you are committed to. So what you're committed to and who you need to be to make it happen so that I can support you until the next episode. Take very good care of you. Remember if you don't matter in your life, you're not going to have the things you want. All right. So make sure you're taking divine care of you. You are worth it. And the most important relationship in your life is the one that you are having with yourself. So much love. And I will see you next week on our next episode.